안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, and clergy and ambassadors for peace. 안녕하십니까. So today I did not wear mask. I really try to show up on my face. So I am really, really glad to see, uh, you know, our brothers and sisters every morning. Today, I'd like to talk about one more Pyeonghae uh, Scholarship Institute from True Mother's uh, Anthology Book One. So let's study. Ebony Honey, please. One more Pyeonghae Scholarship Institute. Your purpose in studying and attending school should not be about entering a good university or securing a high paying job. Your most important goal must be to complete the three great blessings, blessings given to us by God and become a person that practices loving God, loving people and loving your nation. Only when you gain knowledge, skills and ability on that foundation can you realize a great dream. The Wanmo Pyonge Foundation will actively support you in aligning your dreams with those of Heavenly Parent so that you can become even more capable people. Yes. Mother, today, Mother gave a very, very important words about our life goals and vision. Your purpose in studying and attending school should not be about entering a good university or securing a high paying job. Your most important goal must be to complete the three great blessings given to us by God and become a person that practices loving God and loving people and loving your nation. Only when you gain knowledge skills and ability on that foundation, can you realize your great dream? My brothers and sisters, what is the first blessing? It is to become a true self. It is to become true person. That is a filial child. How can I become filial child? How can I become true self? That is the first blessing. The second blessing is that couples become one and establish the ideal family. That is the second blessing. That's why second blessing begins from the unity between husband and wife. The third is to create an environment that makes heaven on earth by multiplying blessing around us. And from individual to family, family to tribe, tribe to the nation, nation to the world. Multiply blessing. And then, you know, finally, we can establish God's kingdom of heaven on the earth. Today, uh, a little bit, I'd like to share my own some part testimony to you. There are things in my life I cannot forget. That is one important uh, uh, teaching of the Reverend Yohan Lee. When I was studying at Korean UTS, from the time we entered the UTS until we graduated, he repeatedly spoke on important content that we thought we would be brainwashed. 
So he taught us a theology students to always focus on how to become a true person or rather than set your life goals on external uh, advancement or position. He's keep, keep, uh, he's keeping that, keep a uh, continuously tell us that your goal should be, you know, how to be, you know, true person, how to be true man or true woman. Wow. On and on and again and again, he repeat continuously. If you put on your goal, just as a really external position, I want to, I want to really enter great company and then I can get a more salary. I want to be a politician. I want to become a wonderful businessman. I want to become billionaire or millionaire, whatever. And the Reverend Yohani said, that is just external things. Most important things, whatever you do, any job, your internal goal is, how can I become true man or true woman? In the beginning, I did not realize that. But since he keep on telling us continuously every day, and then I get to know that, wow, this is the very, very important content. I changed the mindset. I changed my internal goal. Looking back, those words at that time seems to made me struggle to become a true person today. My whole life seems to be passing by, struggling to live by Reverend Johan Lee's words to become a true person without seeking to gain any material or hire any position. So since that time, I don't have any desire to really promote my position. I don't have much any strong desire to get any you know, materials because of his teaching in his guidance. And then later on when I study Father's Word, wow, Father's Word is really, really powerful. Today when we read through Mother's Word, really remind me again what the Reverend Johannes guidance and what our true parents' guidance again, my brothers and sisters. When we go to spiritual world, does not care what kind of job did you have? What kind of position did you have? What kind of power did you have? Spiritual world only care of you. How much can you become true person? How much can you become true man or true woman? This is our eternal goal. Secondly, second blessing, how much can I, you know, become, can I, uh, you know, build the ideal family based upon the unity between, uh, between husband and wife? And third one, how much do I multiply blessing? 10 people or 20 people and 30 people and that kind of contribution. And then finally, create the foundation of the kingdom of heaven on the earth. That is the third blessing, my brothers and sisters. As the true mother said, we must set our vision and goal to realizing a true self and true family. And we must go further and become people who love the country, love the world and love God. Next.
You need to be grateful about the fact that you are living in the same environment as true parents. Hence, you are happy people. And the more you share that happiness, the greater it becomes. True parents are the true parents of humanity. You are living in a time when the providential history of restoration through indemnity has been victoriously completed and the new Chanukuk opened. Therefore, that there are people who do not know of true parents at such a time is something we are responsible for. Regardless of where you are, remember that you are in an environment where you can stand as filial sons and daughters, Chanukuk loyal citizens who testify about true parents and spread their teachings. However, since you must still study, please make sure you diligently prepare yourselves from your respective positions to achieve our dream. Yes, living divine principle and principle of creation 45, righteousness and unrighteousness. Let's study again from EDP content first. Righteousness and unrighteousness. Righteousness refers to that quality in a person which leads him to pursue goodness and further its purpose. Unrighteousness refers to that quality in a person which leads him to pursue evil and further its satanic purpose. So based on that, let's study more in detail Father's work. What kind of place is heaven? Now, when you wonder what kind of place is heaven? It is a place of goodness and righteousness. In that world, it has that kind of environment. The environment is like that in that world. In that place, it is always filled with the things you like, the things that makes you happy, and the things that you love. Those things are always present there. So what kind of people can enter heaven? the people who can be able to adopt in heaven's environment. This is just the natural conclusion. So today, let's have the desire to go in that kind of heaven. Yes. Heaven is a place of goodness and righteousness. So heaven is always filled with the things you like, the things that makes you happy, and the things that you love. So what kind of the people can enter heaven? The people who can be able to adapt in heaven's environment. In other words, to go to the heaven, you should be a good person. To be a good person, you need to have the righteousness to be good in any circumstances. Things that change according to circumstances are not Goodness. Absolute goodness means what? Unchanging. And then always righteous. We, say, we can say that kind of person is, you are really good guy. You are really true man. Because you are always, no matter what, keep going to keep your goodness and your righteousness. Next. The place we are living now is very different from heaven. It is a world full of evilness and injustice. So how did these 
come about. It originated from our own selfish thinking. In other words, it was all because of the fall. It was when the archangel didn't start, stop to, start to think centered on God's viewpoint, but thought centered on his own viewpoint. When he didn't think of Adam and Eve and only thought on his perspective, this is the fall. Adam and Eve was supposed to think centered on God's viewpoint as well. However, they thought centered on themselves. The root cause of all evil and immorality is something we should know very well. Yes. The world we are living in, in now is a you know, world full of evilness and injustice. So how did this come about? It originated from our own selfish thinking. If you think of yourself first, you become, you become unrighteous. And if you think of others first, you become righteous. That's why it's important, you know, selfish thinking, you are thinking for the sake of others. The reason that the archangel felt is that first he did not start to think centered on, centered on God's point of, or God's viewpoint. And secondly, the archangel did not think centered on Adam and Eve. That's why selfish thinking is really, really dangerous. This one really destroys everything. Yeah, Adam and Eve was supposed to think centered on God's viewpoint as well. However, they thought centered on themselves. It, it is the fact that the origin of all evil and unrighteousness begins with thinking centered on self. Anyone thinking centering on your own self first, you easily become unrighteous guy. So you know to become a righteous guy. We have to think others first. As a children, you need to think your parents first. As a parents, you need to think your children first. As a human being, you need to think first for Heavenly Father. Already think others first. Then you can become a righteous man. If you think your own self first, easily, easily become evil person, easily become unrighteous person. Next. Brothers and sisters, can you tell right away if you're a good person or an evil person yourself? Do you know or not? We know. So what is a good person? A good person is someone who doesn't only think of himself and is ready to die for the greater good, no matter how small it is. However, an evil person is someone who only lives and thinks centered on himself and doesn't care if others die on his expense. Where do you think you will go? To heaven or hell? If you don't know this, then you don't know how to live for heaven and heaven cannot bestow its mission for you. Yes. What can you tell right away if you are a good person or an evil person yourself? So what is a good person? A good person is someone who doesn't only think of himself and is, and, and is ready to die for the greater good, no matter how small it, uh, it is. 
However, an evil person is someone who only lives and thinks centered on himself and does not care if others die on his expense. We need to know that, wow, really thinking my own self, never thinking others' point of view. So how you know, does big, uh, evil begins? How does goodness uh, begin? We can know that. Today's youth ministry and how do you deal with the pain? And recently, I'm going to go continuously talking about that pain and suffering, right? So we really understand about the you know, meaning of the pain and suffering because any human being, sometimes spiritually and physically, materially, you know, need to go through this kind of process of pain or suffering. So then, Whenever we face this kind of problems, then how do I deal with this kind of pain and suffering? Let's study again. How do you deal with pain? Where do we usually make mistakes? When we enter the place of suffering, in suffering, people lose their standards and make mistakes. Let's look at the three crosses, including the left, and right crosses of Jesus as one cross. While suffering, some have resentment and complaints, and some have a heart of gratitude. Some, like Jesus, comfort God through their own cross. In the place of suffering, if you say to God, it is right for me to suffer because of the sins of my ancestors and because of my faults, but how much did God suffer to save such a human being? While comforting him, that person will receive true salvation. Therefore, through the process of pain and suffering, it is decided whether I will gain salvation or death. This is a very precious word. Yes. Where do we usually make mistakes? When people enter the place of the pain and suffering, they think of the themselves first. First of all, since the pain itself hurts, you try to get rid of it. As a result, they lose their standard and make mistakes without knowing the reason for the pain. The three crosses of Jesus' course are content that allow us to examine ourselves on what kind of cross we should bear when we bear the cross of suffering. Will you complain like the thief on the left? Will you trust and follow the Lord like the thief on the right? Or will you comfort God and pray for all people like the Jesus? That is our portion of responsibility. Which cross are you going to choose? Left side or right side or central side? Which side are you taking? Whenever you are facing that kind of suffering and pain, almost you cannot bear. You know, three, cro three crosses. Even Jesus is bleeding. Left side and right side, the thief was bleeding. Everybody physically going through that kind of incredible suffering. But internally, how do they overcome? Left side is complain and accuse. And right side, really, really recognize who is the Jesus. 
and follow and trust Jesus and confess. How about the central cross, which is Jesus bare the cross? Such a moment, forgive his enemy, comfort God, console God. So we are facing this kind of problems. That's why we would let you think about which crosses should I bear? Whenever we have any pain, any suffering, which cross do I choose? This is our portion of responsibility. If I comfort God under that kind of suffering, really bleeding and bleeding and bleeding on the cross, who has suffered more than I did. If you really choose a central cross, which is Jesus bear the cross, then I am telling you, you will receive true salvation. You will receive true salvation. The thief on the right was saved by comforting Jesus. And because Jesus prayed for God and mankind while dying on the cross, God gave the benefit of giving spiritual salvation to all mankind. Therefore, through the process of the, my pain and suffering, it is decided whether, whether, whether I will gain salvation or death, my brothers and sisters. That is our portion of responsibility. Your mindset, your attitude is important. If you really appreciate, you know, what you uh, the bear the cross, you can get more power. Many people do, do not know this top secret, actually. <laughs> we already learned through three crosses, right? Next. There are many countries in the world, but looking at the history of many countries, Korea can be seen as one of the countries that suffered injustice the most. Even now, the ceasefire line is blocked and the families of the two Koreas cannot see each other and are suffering. But where is this appeal? They all have a heart of injustice and yet they cannot say anything. And especially the separated families are only suffering. <clears throat> who is behind the injustice in this country? And who is behind the wronged people who suffer the pain of separated families? God is there. But how do we deal with them when we feel wronged or sad? A lot of people just want to avoid such a situation. Even if a physical disease occurs, the first thing to do is to think about how to cure it. I have to think about why this pain comes to me and the cause. Thinking that we have to meet God through suffering is real faith. Yes. How do we deal with injustice, sorrow, and pain? A lot of people just want to avoid such a situation. Even if a physical disease occurs, the first thing to do is to think about how to cure it. When pain comes to me, there must be a cause or reason, very clear. Therefore, I have to think about the cause and 
reason of why this pain comes to me. You need to have the fundamental question. Why this kind of suffering come to me? You need to know the cause and origin very clearly. What is the cause and reason of God giving such a suffering? We must fundamentally solve the problem while praying. Ultimately, think that we have to meet God through suffering is real fate. Next. Whenever I encounter these difficulties and pains, I should think that I must know Heavenly Father and be really grateful for these difficulties and pains. Fallen human beings come to know God through the path of sorrow and suffering. Therefore, through the path of sorrow and suffering, human beings come to realize that this path is the way to heaven, the narrow path, the rough path, and the thorny path. We have now come to the age of embracing God's sorrow and becoming a filial son and filial daughter. Who is aware of God's sorrow? Everyone has their own circumstances and they are bound by their own plans and goals, but they do not care about God's pain and sorrow. All of us who have joined the Unification Church today must know Heavenly Father's plight and become children who care about Heavenly Father. Then the martyrs who came and went will try to solve the resentment they couldn't through us. We should have such a thorough mind. Yes. We have to pray whenever we are met with the difficulties and suffering. Heavenly God, please let me know you through this suffering. Through these hardships and difficulties, please give me a heart that can be more grateful. It is absolutely impossible for fallen human beings to know God on an easy, comfortable, and peaceful place. Fallen human beings come to know God on the path of the sorrow and suffering. Therefore, the path of the human beings to find God is a sorrowful and suffering path. It is not a wider path that secular people go on, but the narrow path, the rough, rough path, and the uh, 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 thorny, uh, thorny path. We have now come to the age of embracing God's sorrow and becoming filial sons and filial daughter, who is aware of God's sorrow. Fallen human beings are all holding on to their own circumstances and bound by their own plans and goals, but they do not care about God's pain and sorrow. Our blessed families today have to know heavenly parents' plight and true parents' suffering and become children who care about heavenly parents' and true parents. Next. Even if they were told to go into the lion's den, there were people in the past who had absolute faith under Heavenly Father's command. If you decide, since it is God's command, I will enter the lion's den, eventually, God will take control of everything. 
God has done it all. If we make up our minds and put our hearts to it, God has done everything in the end. All you have to do is make a determination. Even when hardship comes, I say, yes, Father, God sent me this hardship, so I will be grateful. How sad are you so that you get me to know you through me, through this sorrow? This is how you must think. Then God says, yes, you are truly my child. Do not die. When we look at, at the central figures of the providence of restoration, the reason that the reason they could separate from the place of death and the place of suffering was because they had only one lesson in their hearts. And that lesson is what Tropels always said. Those who seek to die will live and those who seek to live will die. But the surprising thing is that when central figures in history just make a determination to die on the path of death, in the end, God controls everything. When they are determined to die, on that foundation of such a determination, they are separated from the path of death. Ultimately, God will come and settle all problems. If you think of yourself on the path of the suffering, you cannot be separated from the path of Satan. But when I am really determined to die, I am separated from Satan. When Satan is first separated, God will be in charge of me 100%. The reason that I am not separated from Satan, even on the path of suffering, is because I still have a fallen nature and I have a self-assertion. The Father says that when I am 100% separated from Satan, God will absolutely come find me and have no choice but to intervene. Therefore, be grateful on the path of suffering. Think of suffering as a suffering given by God and, uh, and an important opportunity to cleanse my fallen nature. On the path of suffering, you should rather think of God's suffering and of comforting God. My fallen nature is cleansed and I am separated from Satan in the place I comfort God. Next. When Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac as a burnt offering, even though he was determined to kill his child, but did Isaac die in the end? He took a knife and made up his mind to kill Isaac, but did he actually kill him? How many days did it take for Abraham to be determined to kill Isaac? He made such a determination over a three-day course. God asked, Abraham, you, Abraham, will you really kill Isaac? Then Abraham responded, yes, I really intend on killing him. Then God said to Abraham, then prepare your knife and go. And Abraham responds, yes, I shall go. So when Abraham was really about to kill Isaac, the angel of the Lord called out, Abraham, Abraham, and stopped him from killing him. If something you determine is really clear like this, then God will do the work 
on top of that heart of determination. This very important, you know, content. When you really determine to die for the sake of the God's will, really determine, then already your determination condition completely separate from Satan. Then God directly intervene me. Because already separated from Satan. That's the now after separate from Satan, then it's uh, uh, after that, there's a God's portion of responsibility to intervene. That's why Bible says, prepare to die, you will live. You prepare to live, you will die. That's why when we determine and separate from Satan, then God does everything. Next. When we look at the case of Abraham's offering, we will realize we really only need to make a determination. Then God will give us strength. God's power is really shown. However, we easily secretly change ideas and mistakenly think, I do your work and you do mine. There are many cases when we try to do something ourselves without any determination in our hearts. Yes, dear brothers and sisters, please do not forget the secret to separating from Satan. Those who seek to die will live and those who seek to live will die. When suffering comes to me, if I seek to die, Satan will be separated. When I am determined to die, God will give me strength. When I am determined to die, God's power will be shown all the time. Ultimately, my portion of responsibility to separate from Satan through the determination to die. Then, whether I succeed, uh, succeed or fail is God's work. Do not worry about whether or not you will succeed, uh, succeed or not. Just be determined to die. Then God will Take care of everything, my brothers and sisters. Today we are talking about how to deal with suffering and pain. I hope you learned something today's uh, someone, right? Today's, uh, uh, today, let's take the time to share another living testimony of witnessing. Let's welcome Kayun Hiraki from Korea. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you so much, Dr. Young, for today's morning devotion. And yeah, it's just such amazing content. And without further ado, let us go into our living testimony given by Kayan. She sent in a video uh, because she couldn't be here in person. So yeah. Is the video ready? Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Kayan Hiraki, and I'm very honored and grateful for Dr. Young, who gave me this opportunity to be able to share about my witnessing experience in HARP. And so in 2017, I was, uh, we were able to make HARP at our high school. Um, and for four years, I've been working with other second gens in our school to invite our friends to uh, the HARP meetings where we would do small presentations and discussions based on the contents of the principle of creation. And the result of continu continuing that devotion and uh, that jongsong was that I was able to raise uh, two spiritual children and uh, one guest who is currently continuing uh, the study of the Divine Principle. And uh, those two who finished reading the Divine Principle are now reading Trafalgar's autobiography and are serving as 
uh, one of the board members in the CARP chapters. Um, and the other friend uh, who I'm currently reading with uh, is in Netherlands right now. But despite that time difference that we might have, we're still able to continue. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, and there's actually another guest as well, who um, uh, one of the brothers in HARP uh, was able to guide. Um, but when we look at each of the spiritual children and the guests that we made, we were able to made, make um, in HARP, uh, we found out that mainly all of them were atheists or people who never really had a strong, who never really had a faith before. Um, but as they interacted with us through HARP and studied the divine principle, they started to, you know, go through a transformation where they would say at first that, oh, I don't believe in a God. But as time passed, they slowly understand that, God, you know, God is our parent and that God has a heart and a desire for humankind. Um, and so, you know, seeing that kind of change and transformation in my spiritual guest, I also felt like I was being revived. Um, and I was really moved to see how they grew closer to God's heart. And so through that witnessing experience, I found out that there were two important points. And one is actually prayer. Um, and this um, is actually something Dr. Young mentions many times uh, in the morning devotion. But, uh, you know, as he teaches about having how important it is to have a yearn yearning heart, I felt like what moved heaven um, was the many, you know, repentful and tearful prayers that uh, not only myself, but many of the heart members were able to make together. And when we prayed for our guests, there were many times, you know, where we would shed many tears of repentance for, you know, being so inadequate in becoming God's mediator to them. And not only that, but we would also, you know, desperately ask God to use us, you know, to save their lives. And that's when I learned about, you know, God's parental heart that longs for his lost children and how I learned about the importance of spiritual life um, and seeing, you know, the spiritual transformations that my, you know, the spiritual children were making and were going through, um, they, you know, I was really, really moved and I, I really understood the power of witnessing and what it means to witness to someone. Um, and the second point I think that it's really important is reporting. Um, and actually, there were many, you know, trials and many problems that I had with each of my guests. Um, so every time I would interact with them, I would, it was as if I was seeing my own, like, self. <laughs> and so I saw many flaws and uh, fallen natures that I myself had. So it was, at times, very difficult for me to love them unconditionally and see them from God's perspective. But during those times, whenever I reported to my able, like, at first, it was hard to sometimes follow my Abel's advice that she gave in. Um, but mm, by taking action upon the words and, and the advices that she gave, I was able to see substantial victories um, and changes in my own self and also in, in my spiritual children. And so I really think that through that unity that we can create with the Abel figure and the reporting system is very important. Um, uh, but yeah, I think 
it's important for us to stand as God's object partners and be able to really pray desperately um, for our guest with many tears and be able to report the, um, every situation to our able figures as well. And, um, and so, yes, I really encourage everyone to go out witnessing. Um, and actually, right now, I am in Korea um, and in, in a part of the seven-year program that True Mother established called Sommun UPA. But actually, we have two more brother, uh, one brother and one sister who is also from America. But us three, we, will, we really want to determine to be able to serve True Mother very closely and be also, um, uh, we want to say that we are praying for America's victory and that as a representative of America that we will be doing our best here in Korea. And so, yes, let's do our best to offer to Mother, you know, the greatest victory. And thank you so much for listening. And may God bless you all. Yeah, oh my God. Thank you, Kai, Kayun Hiraki. Kayun Hiraki is Naoko's Hiraki's daughter, Takayo's younger sister. Wow, this entire family members are like a witnessing family. What a beautiful it is. I really touched by her sharing, you know, she said that Abel can revive by Cain. Wow, this is a very powerful word. Abel can revive by Cain. Without witnessing Cain, you, there is no way to revive yourself. That's why my brothers and sisters, really witnessing is our salvation. We can grow up spiritually very quickly. We can understand God's heart, our heart closer to Heavenly Father more and more. I'm really happy to hear many brothers and sisters, really beautiful testimony. This is a living testimony. And next time I also want to give you those who are really working very hard for the ACLC or YCLC and some are really breakthrough how you know how they teach the other uh, Christian pastor uh, Christian pastor uh, to do 43 day condition so someday I'd like to invite some of them to giving such a beautiful testimony and what someone re recently received the blessing they can give the own personal about the testimony how blessing was I think this uh, living testimony session is uh, can be inspire us all the time. Once again, thank you very much, my brothers and sisters. I love you.